morning. Morning. So how's it been going since this whole stay at home, stay in place order? Because uh, I know you have a, two small children, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. And I'm still running my business. So life is crazy and very stressful. Um, yeah, right? Yeah. And I feel like everyone's feeling that right now. So it's not a unique situation. I think it's just the situation. So I am learning how, I'm learning different skills basically of where I need to have more grace for my children and have more grace for myself because running a business and being a mom at the same time is really, really difficult alone. So adding like being stuck in your house together on top of it is a whole different story. Yeah. And isn't that crazy how this is like the one time that everyone is basically in the same boat. Like when has there really been another time where we're all on the same page here. I know. It, it's interesting that I was just talking to my husband this morning that I know more people that are laid off than not. I know more people that are at home working with their kids than not. And for me, I'm like, this has been my normal. But now I feel like since it's everyone's normal, I have like, there's more empathy <laughs> for each other. And like, wow, this is really hard to do this. And um and I think it's just a unique opportunity to be able to relate to each other in a different way that we may not have thought of relating to one another in before. Ooh, so. girl, you just had an opportunity. Yes. As my kid is yelling for me right now, but you know what, this is the reality yeah. of life for everyone right now where you're trying to work. And most of the time, I heard another business owner say this the other day where she's like, most of the time you kind of have to <laughs> come here, Sophia. <laughs> uh, most of the time you're trying to pretend where it's like, no, I'm professional. I don't have a child in the room right now. I am a professional. And now it's like, listen, I have a kid in the room and they're going to be needing me. And this is just the reality of my yeah. life. Absolutely. I totally agree. I feel like it's just an opportunity to have more human businesses where we can bring all of the parts of ourselves into our business instead of just like having Megan, the business owner who owns Manuha Studios. And this is what I look like when I do this. But you might see my two twins running in and me in sweatpants and stuff. And now you get the full picture of Megan, a mom who also runs a business. And um, yeah, I think it is beautiful because it allows people to fully realize like this is a very human experience we're going through like fear and anxiety and uncertainty is very human things that we often don't like talking about and pretend especially in business that it's not happening because we like to focus on the opportunities and we like to focus on all the different areas that we can actually like have control and change but we're really in an uncontrollable environment right now and so there's a lot of questions and a lot of like what do i do and yeah, so it can get interesting really quickly for business owners. And I've seen lots of different reactions based on that. Um, <laughs> Which yeah. I, I think that's such good points. And you're just so spot on when you say it's an opportunity and we're able to be ourselves, be raw, be like, mm -hmm. yep, here I am. Okay. Uh, okay. Give me one second. Yeah. I need to pause this real quick. Okay, so now that we've learned a little bit about you, that you are a 
business owner and a mom with twins mm -hmm. um and that we're all in this together uh i want to hear a little more about like so what is your business what do you do who do you serve yeah absolutely so i own manuha studios which is a virtual marketing agency um that helps people make um with their brands more human essentially um so i help people tell their stories in a lens that connects to people's brains so i do a lot with neuroscience and um how we understand consumer behavior and applying that to content strategy and we also just help people like do market planning so we do we execute a lot of marketing plans for people and understanding like looking at the environment looking at all the pieces of the puzzle and the strategies they're employing and looking at their audience and seeing what's the best assumptions we can make based off of all these things so our focus is small businesses and startup businesses um because we feel like in the marketing arena the options often are really limited um and so we i personally was on a mission to set up my business to be able to give access to a lot of these concepts to small business owners and small business owners yes it's fun to like make a do a rebrand do a website and we offer all those services but it's all more important to really just talk about like the tangible strategy of what does it look like to have really consistent content strategy and what does it look like to um, connect with our audience in a way that feels good to us instead of doing like all the things we think we should be doing because in marketing i feel like there's a always a huge amount of overwhelm because there's so many options um so my goal is to help people simplify their plan in order to do something that they can be consistent at and then it will work because they're being consistent so that's kind that's my business um i'm also breaking more into the coaching aspect so teaching people how to write their own marketing plans instead of us doing it for them because and that's my how i'm pivoting in this market is that then i'm able to give more value um to them for less money um and so that just helps everyone a little bit more and so i'll be going more online than what we already are and yeah so that's also exciting but um so that's, that's my business good idea. and all the things that i do and will be doing and yeah so since you work with small businesses what have you been hearing from the businesses that you work with that they are struggling with right now or they're trying to pivot um how are they trying to thrive during this season absolutely i think i'll our the biggest hurdle for all my clients was getting out of like this fear mindset of holy shit my business is going to close down into oh this is an opportunity for me to do different things and like i work with a soap company so right now she's extremely busy and so she's like i'm pivoting in a different direction because i'm growing really quickly and now i need to figure out a marketing strategy for that instead of trying to just get people to my e-commerce page so it's completely different problem but then i also work with a photographer and she's like how do i do photography during social distancing and coming up with strategy and promo to help her still connect with her audience still have a brand because even though even if you can't functionally do the services in your business because they're not viewed as essential um you can still be operating your brand like your brand is still living no matter what your services are doing and so i'm just trying to get people to see that that there's a ton of back-end opportunity to like build sales funnels to look at your strategy and be like this is everything i am doing this is what's working this is, isn't what work is working because honestly right now 
um, based on how the, your audience is reacting, everyone's in a state of fear, which means our brains are disintegrated. So our brains are not actually able to make rational decisions because we're either living fully in our right brain or our left brain. And so some people are becoming like non-human, black and white, this is just how it is. Non-empathetic, non-emotional. And then you're seeing um, the right brain reaction, which is very um, dramatic. It's the hoarders, it's everyone who's afraid. And so they're going to get all the toilet paper and they don't know why. They're going to do all of those things. And in business, there's two reactions too. I'm seeing a lot of people who are either like in that fight mentality of, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to get through this. I will make the changes I have to make, even if my business looks completely different on the other side. And then there's the other reaction of, I'm just gonna go lay down now and just pretend my business <laughs> isn't doing anything because I have no choice, essentially. Um, so I think those are generally the two reactions and somewhere always in the middle also. And so with my clients, I'm just trying to help them see what their audience needs right now versus what they needed like two weeks ago. Cause it's only been two weeks. <laughs> so, Which is crazy. Um, it feels so I know. much longer than two weeks. I know. And so it's really going through the process of market research of asking really direct questions to your audience. What do you need? How can I serve you? Then it's going into how do I change my strategy? And then it's really sticking with value. So how am I educating my audience right now? Because everyone is eating content at a rate that is like double what normally is. So your content strategy is where you can really do a lot of things. So if you haven't gotten into blog writing and you wanted to, there's an opportunity to do that, which helps your SEO. It helps all of these things. If you want to grow your social media, it's a really good time to do that. And so you can step up your engagement strategy to connect with people online because everyone is online. Um, and so just looking at the areas like those, so maybe someday goals can actually be right now goals because you have time. So yeah, that is such good advice. Um, so how can a small, I'm going to put it this way. Yeah. Uh, because you mentioned the soap company that is in a completely different realm right now. Yes. How can a service based business position themselves to be the helper to where yeah. when this is all over, they're the company that people want to go to. Absolutely. I think right now is the time to really get your values in your brand. And so a lot of business owners like want to help people. They just are putting like their service before the value of help, like in how they talk about themselves. And so taking out like that service aspect and just talking about like your desire for the community and how you like what you really want to see in the community and why you started your business is a really good place in the conversational piece. Now in the functional piece, there's something called the business continuity plan, which you can actually just look at. This is like at the very, this, these are my most profitable pieces of my services. And these are the things I need to focus on and then let everything drop off. So I recently just did this for my business where I'm like, okay, what are the pieces that one, my audience gets the most value out of. Two, I make the most money off of profit-wise. And 
three, it won't take a huge change or pivot. And that won't take three months for me to be able to do something. Um, and so I was able to be like, well, I offer all these extra services, but now I'm just going to teach people how to do the services I was doing for them because that's what I'm seeing people need. Um, and so a lot of people can look at that through their lens of service of what do they need? How am I doing it? And how can I do it maybe a little bit different to just bring a little bit more value right now? Um, and then just have that conversational piece of empathy for everyone. Because if you're assuming everyone is in like this fear space, the brains actually can't make a rational decision that will actually have them come back. And so if you look at the product sales cycle, right now people are making like one off, like I'm gonna shop here and I probably won't come back in three months, but it's just because this is my only option right now. And so you really wanna position yourself to be the type of person where they will come back to. That you can help integrate their brains through just being relational and through just being really glad to be with them. And then through all of that, they, that automatically lowers people's anxiety levels. It automatically makes them feel like, oh, you're here for me. And then they're more likely to think about you in the future. So just look at those areas that you're like, this is something I've always wanted to do. And it feels like it would be really good to help people. And, and just look at what's the viability of doing that, even if it's just for four, like four weeks until we're out of this in order to extend your brand a little bit so that is such an interesting point of people like doing one-offs like i'm just yeah. gonna go here because this is what's available right now but yes. i'm probably not gonna go back um how do we reach those client or customers to where we're like no you need to come back and i know you kind of just touched base on that yeah. um, but if we can talk a little bit further into that because personally that has me intrigued of being like, Absolutely. okay, so they're buying out of fear or mm -hmm. they're on this fear base. So if we can discuss that fear a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. So, so fear is basically a part of how we operate. It's what is our survival mechanism. And right now everyone is in a survival state. And so it's really hard to have like good assumptions on how people are in fear because everyone's a little bit different now there's the fight and the flight and so people generally are on that spectrum of i'm going to be really aggressive or i'm just going to be really passive about how i get through my fear moment um but when you're really reaching out to your audience um first validating that they are afraid and that it's an uncertain situation is a must um because that just helps them know that you know what they're feeling and across the board it's an uncertain situation everyone feels like this environmental anxiety. So that's just a really good assumption that everyone can make. And then go into not like a salesy pitch of this is what I do, but into a place of this is my story and this is what I really, like this is, these are the value pieces that I wanna bring to you right now. And these are the values that I can bring to you in the future. Um, and have like that invitational piece as well. So a huge part of having someone feel glad to be with you is having them feel like they're invited into something even if they are afraid or even if they can't show up fully as like their perfect selves um and so a ton of, the game right now is validating and empathy 
and learning how to do that really well with your audience. And you don't have to do it in a sappy way. You can do it that's reflective of who you are as a person and who you assume your audience is. And so that will also drive engagement. And I would also say on the engagement piece, don't be afraid to reach out to people first because people are so busy that they just might need a reminder that you're here. Um, so like go through your email list, like this, this is the time to like go through your whole leads list and be like, this is everyone I have worked with. These are people that might be interested in working with me and just have those conversations to see where are you at? How can I serve you? Does this make sense right now? Um, and so it's a more soft approach than a really salesy approach because right now nobody has tolerance to just be sold to because there's just so many unknowns. And so I teach people to do this regardless of the situation, because most people have stuff in their brains that are stopping them from being fully full of joy, fully full of empathy, like all of those things. We all have crappy things that happen to us. And so that makes it harder for us to connect person to person. Um, so all of these different elements will allow us to get out of our fear brain and back into an integrated space. Um, and also the concept of rest is really important. So don't barrage people right now with communications. Like this is the time to communicate intentionally. And just because there's more content being eaten doesn't mean that you need to like add to that noise. You can be viewed as someone who's doing something intentionally and sparingly because you know your message will get through. You don't have to hammer people over and over again with that same message. Um, so that's kind of like all the different elements I would think about when thinking about an audience that is afraid. Oh, that is such that. a good point. Uh, so maybe what are some, and this is kind of our last point here. Yeah. Uh, and this is like bonus question. What are some ways that small business owners or the startups or the leaders in business mm -hmm. that they can be, be preparing their audience and their business right now for when this is over? Because this could be over in four weeks. It could be over in a couple months. Um, like it's so uncertain. So what can they be doing right now? Like you're saying their email list. Yeah. Um, to be preparing for that success. Absolutely. So there's a huge opportunity to do like a lot of the back end marketing things that people tend to like push aside because they don't feel like they have time for it. So looking at how you can automate your marketing so you have more time to just be a human with other humans in the future is a really good idea. Um, and there's a lot of great ways to do automated email sequences and different sales funnels and integrated marketing to be able to get to, I'm gonna have this form on my website to go to this, to go to this, and eventually they get to talk to me. Um, and all of those pieces, it just takes sitting on a computer. And that's hard when you feel like you need to be in like front of people all the time talking and selling and being your brand. Um, so doing things like that, looking at what the assumptions are in the market are gonna be in the next four to even four, like four weeks to four months and doing like a SWOT analysis of these are my strengths as a business, these are my weaknesses as a business, these are the opportunities I'm seeing for my business right now and these are the threats and the threats are really obvious so I would say that's a really important piece of the puzzle as well is just taking a look at like a functional look at this is like what the playing field looks like right now for me and the and even looking at your data 
So most people like don't look at their performance and look at it through the lens of making assumptions about your business, like about your audience, about how your business is relating to your audience and what those numbers are telling you. So you can look at the engagement rates and look at what are the posts that are most engaging right now and just do more of that because if people really like that style, it's really helpful to do that because that automatically ups your algorithm, it increases your reach and all of that. Um, and then looking at the different pieces of the um, marketing plan of does my story make sense? Am I as clear as I can be? Is, am I actually understanding my target market? Um, does the tech make sense with who my target market is? And make sure that all those pieces are working seamlessly because you have time to sit down and do that. Um, and the number one barrier I see with working with my businesses is that they feel overwhelmed and they don't have time. And right now, I would say not everyone has more time. Like I certainly don't feel like I have more time because I have kids at home with me, but I, I'm still taking like a look at the back end of my business of being like, I have opportunity to batch content. I have an opportunity to get my um, drip campaigns up and running that I've been wanting to do for months. And I just haven't had time because I was too busy talking and networking and doing all of those things. And also continue the relationships that you have done. And do virtual networking is also a huge opportunity right now. Like learning how to do as many virtual things as possible, I think will only provide more opportunity for the future um, because we're realizing how easy it is to include all pieces of the puzzle if we do virtual things. So um, those are kind of, no, it's not kind of, those are the areas that I would suggest um, for people to look at and to take some time with and that will really help you to set yourself up to be able to grow quicker because automation will always help lean out your processes and give you more availability to meet people be doing more word of mouth marketing and all of that. Ah, oh, Megan, this was such good content like so many good tips in here today, which I have to let everyone know that we are recording this uh, with video included. And Megan has had to stay on topic while my daughter has continued running in. So I commend Megan. I commend you. <laughs> oh my well, God. I have toddlers. So like that whole situation doesn't bother me. <laughs> that's literally my life. Um, but yeah, it was a pleasure to talk with you about this really unprecedented situation that is history making and um, how we can all do better business now and in the future because of it. Because the environment will be different afterwards. Like it will. It's not a if, it's a will. So. Oh, well, I feel like there's definitely a million other topics that we could dive into <laughs> things that you had mentioned. Uh, so we'll have to have you back on the podcast again. Absolutely. Uh, but thank you so much. And we will be chatting with you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye.